Over the last two weeks, Calvin, we have done a great job of podcasting from different sides of the earth. We really have. I mean, I've pretty much been on the main side here, and you are bopping around, yeah, gallivanting last, freely. <laughs> last week I was in Washington. This week I'm in uh, British Columbia. But man, the power of the internet just keeps us connected. Isn't it magical? There would be no other way, my friend. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Open Road Podcast, here with Calvin and Jeremy, your friendly hosts. Just a couple of friendly hosts. Thank you so much for joining us and for listening to this show. Uh, we had a great episode last week with uh, with Bob from I Like to Make Stuff, and if you're a new listener and he sent you here, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, our whole purpose is to help you find more adventure in the everyday, so this quick little adventure blast every week in your inbox should Hopefully, uh, I guess not your inbox, your podcast app should just help you get inspired a little bit, learn a new skill, think about something in a new way, and just help um, add that little taste of adventure. You know what I'm saying? Something funny from when you and I were talking last week, we were we, we had done the episode with Bob, and we were kind of, you and I, going over how we were going to edit it and other stuff we wanted to add in, and we were talking about a cold open for that episode, and you're like, oh, what about the Bob the Builder theme song? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, I guess, like, Bob the Builder, like building and like i that's all i thought of and then i'm like and then i was like oh, sure we kind of left it and then i saw that you ended up putting that in and i'm like bob the builder why did he do that and i'm like oh his name is bob <laughs> that's why i was like man why is jeremy obsessed with bob the builder <laughs> oh that's really funny that it yeah. took you that long to draw that conclusion <laughs> yeah it was it was good it was so perfect though yeah, we yeah. were going to sing it, and then we didn't sing it, and then I just put it in there. But I thought I, the edit so sounded good. decent putting that together. This is really professional, really good. Class yeah. A move, my friend. Thank you, thank you. I hope Bob appreciated it, and I hope he didn't feel insulted to be uh, you know, associated with a kid's TV show. No, no, I'm sure <laughs> not. Um, well, this, this week's episode, we have a, a returning guest. We have Ben Hardesty from The Last Bison, and... In my mind, Ben is always good for a hilarious story. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the greatest things about Ben, and we discovered this last time he was on their show, is he's able to um, come up with a hilarious story on request. Yes. And it's yeah. always just a knockout. Yeah, it's just it's just really, really good. So we'll that's bring also Ben kind up. Of, and yeah, and that, that, that's kind of the power, and I think the, the kind of the... Uh, beauty of you know having someone like that in your life that you don't talk to a whole lot and so i mean when you do catch up with someone over a few months period there's just lots of like cool highlights that you can just throw at each other and it's just a lot of fun oh for sure and we'll and we'll and we'll get to that conversation in a minute but the other interesting thing that's happening in the world of the open road podcast is this episode comes out basically a year after we started the show that's right that's Calvin, right we've last been march doing it man We've been doing this, and like, yeah, pretty consistent. I think that there's a lot of, I mean, when starting a project like this, it's, I think it's really important to do it with somebody, like with a friend like you, and it's just a great way to keep each other accountable and to keep up consistency, and, and we, we've been pretty good about doing an episode a week, give or take some uh, some missed weeks here and there, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how our first year has gone, and I'm really looking forward to the future from here. 
Yeah, I think it's been nice to, like you say, have that accountability to keep stuff coming out. And then at the mm-hmm. same time, also leaving room for our lives to not, um, like, you know, if there's if we got to miss a week or if we got to put out a, a different episode because we don't have a guest or whatever, n- neither of us are getting mad at each other for that. No, we we have a pretty mutual understanding that our lives are little hectic and and this this fits in and this doesn't take priority in our lives yeah it's like a weird balance of the priority levels but i think we found Mm -hmm. a good a good one um yeah that said with life kind of getting you know you you now have your kid life is probably a little bit crazier than it was you're still doing school you're doing your job like me i'm i'm working more i'm doing this thing with with camp and we're still getting this podcast going life Mm -hmm. can be life can be pretty busy life can be pretty busy you don't stop do you, and look around once in a while. <laughs> you could miss it. Do you feel as though over the last year, as we've like added different things to our plate, like would you say that you felt that you're actually becoming more adventurous over the last year? Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, not in the classic sense of adventure, because that's not really what I wanted. Um. But what I, I mean, so yeah, for me, adding things like school into my life was was a decision I had to make and that's kind of a big long-term commitment. Um, right. So I, that's, does not sound that adventurous, but for me it actually is because it's yeah. throwing a real wrench in our, our life. And yeah. and then, uh, yeah, there's just lots of, I don't know. Um, yeah. Like at this time, one year ago, I didn't think we'd be having a baby. Yeah. We'd be upstairs right now. So great point. That's really wild. Yeah. I would say for me, I, there's certain things where I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely saying yes to adventure in more ways. I think, me working at uh, camp this summer is one of those things that maybe mm-hmm. I would have not considered as much. Um, uh, the other thing is I think there still is this challenge of finding adventure in the everyday that I'm wrestling with. Uh, right. For right. example, I was at the airport yesterday and one thing I love is like meeting new people and having spontaneous moments. And there were these two people like a mom and a daughter. She was probably like kind of early teens and they were playing cards and I was nice. waiting to get and I was waiting to get picked up and I was thinking to myself I'm just here all alone why don't I ask them if they want to play cards with like I kind of want to play cards like I, I want to yeah, really go the, over there nice and I didn't do it okay wow and I didn't go and ask these people if they wanted a third person to play cards I made these excuses oh they're playing a two card game oh it's going to be weird oh this that and the other and I kind of was wrestling with that is like, was that the right choice just to let them stay in their old own with world? Or should I have been a little more spontaneous and given them the opportunity to, you know, mm. meet someone new and play cards. And I think mm. I probably should have done it. And I probably regret a little bit that I didn't, but I don't know. That's how you learn. Maybe that's going to be your thing. Now you'll just always carry around a deck of cards and try and start up a game with a game of go fish with strangers. Well, I do always have a deck of cards on me for Euchre. Well, there you go. But uh, euchre's too tough. You got to choose. Well, a yeah, game. but th- no, that's why. That's why I have the cards. But okay. a deck of cards is good for all the games. You know. Is it like a euchre deck? Like it's not even a complete deck? No, no, it's a complete deck. But okay. the, the euchre cards, if you look at the sides of them, they're all brown because they've been used so much. Oh. And like the rest of the cards are all white. <laughs> Maybe another thing to uh, put in your arsenal is a couple like really great great card tricks where you can start yes. w- warming people up to you, right? Yeah, but I'm not. I've never been a big magic guy. That was always your domain. I know, but like, it's not that hard to learn a ma- one trick to just lure people in to play cards with you. Yeah, that's true. And that was the other thing too. Like, I have all my podcasting gear, 
Like mm. I'm just recording into the Zoom and with my microphone, so I have everything right. with me. Right. And so part of me is always on the hunt for the next story. Like okay. I see some yeah. people with a guitar. Should I go see if they're in a band and do a quick interview and like get some audio from them and stuff right, like that? Right. Right. So I think that's one thing that is I am doing a little bit more is I'm a little more prepared. I'm a little bit more hunting for the story and, um, but you know, at this point haven't done a whole lot of that, but anyways, one of the cool things that I'm really noticing with, with our podcast now, we've been doing it for about a year is like, uh, you said this to me a little while ago. I was, uh, we were, you and I like find guests every week for our podcast. And then a little while ago, I think I said to you, I was like, man, it's getting like hard to find guests. Like it's just, it's a lot of work and we're hunting around. And then you're like, yeah, we said that a while ago and then didn't do anything about it. And we still have like lots of interesting guests. And I was thinking <laughs> about that a little while ago and I was like, uh, I feel like it's hard to find guests sometimes, but like it just happens. Like we just make it happen and it's kind of cool. Yeah, and even though by now we've chatted with people who do similar things, I think yes. everyone has a unique story, and there are still so many wildly interesting people that are adventuring yes. in cool ways. And so while sometimes it seems like, oh, we've already talked to a person like this, it's like, well, mm-hmm. it's still it, it's, a new person with a unique thing. story. It's always totally different. If, if we talk to two people who, whatever, do videography, it's like it is totally different, and that's that's just so fun. It's just yeah. really cool to, to see that firsthand and, and to, yeah, maybe uh, need for our listeners who have heard uh, a lot of our stories. And then one other thing that I've really noticed is helping to kind of keep adventure top of mind for me is actually following all of our guests on social media. So I don't know if all of our listeners go and they follow the people we followed, whether it's Jay with his cool pics from around the world or now mm-hmm. following Bob or following the Way fam out in California. Like following all these people is like, oh, I actually have... A, a cool connection with them, and B, it's interesting just to see what they're up to. And, you know, it yeah. kind of enc- encourages me to want to keep doing things and just keep getting in the habit of, um, I don't know, just either posting uh, to reminisce on old stories or make sure I'm creating new ones and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, uh, should we get into it with Ben? Yeah, I let's mean, get into it with Ben. We don't have any big theme with Ben today, and those are sometimes some of my favorite episodes where we're just shooting the breeze with an old friend. So Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah, here's our, our uh, catch-up conversation with Ben. If you didn't listen to our first episode with him because you're newer to the uh, newer to the podcast, at some point go back and listen to that show. It's definitely a, a fun one, and it was definitely from our early days, so you might yeah. think that we're a little less natural on the mic. But anyways, let's get into our uh, our new conversation with Ben from The Last Bison. Hey, uh, Jared, did you check out where Ben's sitting right now, by the way? Your videos are still doing a little circle thing. It's the stupidest thing of all time. That sucks because Ben is sitting in his really dope tiny house right now. What? And he's given he's already given me the grand tour. Are you in a tiny house? Did I built been- and live in a tiny house? I built it with my wife. Wrong. Not true. Yes, it is true. Not true. Yes, it is true. Are you serious? It is true. Yeah. I like all right, well, right that's now. where that's where we're starting the podcast. Everybody, we are here with Ben. You've been with us for a couple seconds here. Ben Hardesty was one of our first guests on the podcast. Calvin, I don't know if you know this, but this is like right around the time of our our one-year anniversary of the podcast coming out. Did you know that? Like t- like this week here or something or li- this month? Yeah, like, yeah, this month. It's like We started last March, and Ben was one of our very first episodes, and here we are. It's coming a full round circle for the year. Ben, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing so well. Okay, I, I feel like, yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. What do you what do you what do you feel? Let like? the man talk. I, know, I'm I sorry. feel so honored to be a part of 
this coming of age of the advent- oh. the adventure boys. Okay, but we need to keep still shooting the breeze like we were just a moment ago. Are you telling me that you're living in a tiny house that you built? Oh, I do, and I am. I am living the dream. My wife. Are you technically squatting? <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm. Are you allowed? Are you allowed to be? Answer this question. Are you allowed to be parked where you're currently parked? No comment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I knew it. I knew I, it. And I think technically yes, but there might be some loopholes that we're just ignoring. Do you have an address, I, and are you paying taxes to the government? Yes, and. Screw the government. Yes. <laughs> I do pay my taxes. I don't pay property taxes. Yeah, because you're, you're renting your squat or whatever, right? I'm renting my squat, yes. Well, yeah, so that makes sense. This is really cool. Another one of our earlier guests was, a, uh, was a, someone who builds tiny houses. So you've really embraced this whole podcast adventure lifestyle, eh, Ben? Oh, yeah. You know, it really definitely started with you guys. I wasn't yeah. thinking about... Building no, no, a pod, no. uh, building a yes. tiny house. Yes. Then I got on us. your pod, I got on your podcast that first time and was like, "Man, I need to be way more adventurous. Let's build a tiny house." Yeah. Yep. You quit your desk job. I did. I quit my corporate job, <laughs> and I minimized my entire life. <laughs> you're you're an inspiration to us all. I you know what? I threw away my briefcase <laughs> for one pair of briefs. <laughs> that's all that that's all that fits in the tiny house <laughs> that's amazing yeah it, oh, it looks incredible it really does your earbuds are so tightly around wound under your chin right now it looks like your head's about to pop off my what your oh earbuds. you're right it's because yeah. uh geneva wore them last well your video is still not working for me which is a little bit sad but uh i guess this is an audio podcast so our listeners don't even get any of this beautiful video footage uh, but Ben, so you built a tiny house, you got married, and you're in the middle of writing a new album since we last chatted, correct? Absolutely. Rec- and recording a new album. What's, what's we, album I, status? It's, it's all recorded. So we started writing it last about a year ago. We started recording it last May. Yep. Uh, spent all the rest of last year recording it, and in the last two months have been mixing and adding the final recording touches. Um, ah. We have one more guy um his name is jake clemens he is a saxophone player he's recording a saxophone solo for one of the songs that's the last thing we have to get he's doing that this weekend then we'll fill that we'll put that into the mix and then we send it off to get mastered and then we're going to start pitching it to all the big boys i love that let's talk sax solos yeah let's talk let's talk sax solos (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna this is gonna blow your mind so all right the guy who's recording the saxophone solo is a – he's incredible. He plays saxophone for is – it, Is it George Michael? It's a George Michael protege. It, you know, he's a Clarence Clemens protege. Have you heard of Bruce okay. Springsteen? Uh, the boss? Sorry, Bruce. He, play, he, he plays with Bruce. Wow. Go on. How'd you get a hold of him? Jaws drop. We were from the same town, and our old manager was good buddies with him. And one night, I just ended up hanging out with him. And then a week later, he texted me. I was at my cousin's birthday party. He said, Ben, come to Back Bay Brewing Company right now. I was like, Jake, I'm at my cousin's birthday. He's like, no. People are going to be talking about this night 
for decades. Whoa. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, we're going to play music all night. I was like, on my way. I said, goodbye, Rebecca, my cousin. I bid thee farewell. <laughs> and then I headed to Back Bay Brewing Company, and we played music from 11 to 5 in the morning, and then we went and got potato hash. Wow. And sausage. And so by talking about that it today, amazing. you are, Ooh, how many then, more years do you need to talk about it for it to be the decade? Oh, quite a few. Yeah, this quite is a like, few. Uh, yeah, but after that, I got home at 6 o'clock in the morning and woke up at 7.45 to spend eight hours editing a music video for the last record we put out. It was brutal, but it was one of those just like legendary nights where nothing matters and everything matters. Ooh, I, I love that. That's, Jer, that's wonderful. Um, on that note, you know what tonight is, Jer? Uh, you tell me. Uh, well, Under Oath is playing right now oh, in Toronto. Oh, don't even and get last me started. Year, don't even get You and I started. are missing that right now. And last year, we went to that concert, and then I drove all the way there and drove all the way back and got home at like 4 in the morning and then went to work at 6 o'clock the next day. Very similar night to Ben's. One of Memorable those and unforgettable. Mm. I was really, I thought I was going to be traveling with work this week, which is why I didn't buy tickets. And it turns out I'm just sitting here podcasting with you, losers. So, yeah, I'm pretty depressed. I'm glad. I would have felt really jelly if you went <laughs> and I didn't go. I'm, I'm glad we're both missing out together. Yeah. It sold out pretty fast, but hey, I think they're like back in kind of a big way, but Ben doesn't like Under Oath, they so let's not talk about them. Okay, How fine, did fine, you fine, know fine. that? Because you weren't talking you. in your... Your classic, <laughs> your classic white bread. Dude, I, I like a little bit of grain in my bread. I like a good nine grain. Ben, you know, what was the... Ben, what was I, I'm sorry for cutting you off there. What was the style of music that you said your new album is? Do you still remember what you said back way way back on the podcast a year ago? I do. You invented a new genre. I have no idea what you're talking about, but we invented neo soul neo soul funk pop. Neo soul funk pop. That's great. <laughs> I, I right? think that's what you said. I'm sure I did. Right yep. now, we're calling it jungle disco. <laughs> <laughs> Even catchier. I know. Sometimes we call it Rainforest Disco Stomp, but, you know. Whatever it is, I'm going to go look for it in the old audio recording and see if I can cut it in here. Um, So we've been replacing all banjo, mandolin, and violin sounds with, like, synth and key. Here we go. And it's turning into what I call neo-folk synth pop. Wow, neo-folk synth pop. Are you coining that? That's 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 the it's it's I don't know it's so fun. So are you pioneering? Would you say? Oh yeah, that's we're awesome. Def- pione- we are definitely pioneering. We're into the frontier of the synthesizer. So taking our little Conestoga folk wagon into the forest of synthesization. <laughs> that's awesome. Through the wormhole. I'm, I think Calvin is pretty close. I am cool. Yeah, I think I'm very close. Um, and I, I applaud you for creating new genres. That's what we need. Well, That's finding adventure in the everyday. really is. Well, this is all it really is. exciting, Ben. I think it's, it's nice to do this quick little catch-up. It seems as though you've been continuing down a very adventurous path. Uh, how's married life been? Married life, as you boys both know, is the greatest adventure. The greatest daily why adventure. Do, why do you keep looking over to the side there? <laughs> <laughs> it's my wife. <laughs> when you're when you're like a, wor- a word to you young whippersnappers, uh, listen <laughs> listening in. When you're married, you have eyes for one woman and one woman only. 
All right, boys. You hear that? Yes. All right. So, Is, was that all? Yeah, that's it. Give us some more. Okay. Give us some more sentimentality. Sounds like you were just about to get into it there. Uh, some more more tips to the young men about being married. You know, I am. Uh, I've been married for uh, seven months now, so I'm the master here. <laughs> and uh, let me see. Master of something. Here, here's uh, here's some other tips. Um, <laughs> I think so that good. No, this is some real tips. Like I'm not gonna say any like grumpy old man tips. Uh, okay. When you are arguing with your wife, which you which mm-hmm. will inevitably happen, it's yeah. almost always impossible to get into this mindset. But if you can, it's always important to remember that you are fighting with each other, shoulder to shoulder instead of face to face trying to come to resolution together as opposed to seeing who can beat the other one in a battle of wits Ooh. and your marriage your marriage will be better for it and you will enjoy adventuring with your partner more because of it shoulder to shoulder instead of head to head shoulder to shoulder instead of head to head yes sir hmm. i like that why thanks um, calvin barry thank you all right all right chill where where do you live right now I live in Earliesville, Virginia, the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yes. Sounds so epic. Ex- is it that epic? That's the best place to picture you. It, you know what? It is pretty epic. I, I have a buddy. His name is Josh, Nature Josh Buchner, and he has just written a 400-page fiction fantasy, and we went on a hike to scout locations for doing some promo videos for him the other day to a place called Humpback Rocks. Cool. And it, it was a great little hike, not super long, but we got to the top, and it just is like a, you know, like a 180 view, not full 360, but pretty incredible. But it was so windy, and I, my adventuresome spirit got a little bit suppressed because it was so scary. But Josh <laughs> was just like. He would like crawl out and he's like, I'm a pretty big, broad dude. He's much thinner. So the wind just kind of breezed around him. But I felt like I was just going to knock off the cliff. (laughs) But yeah, so there's, there's some incredible views here. Some beautiful lakes. I just realized I was on the old Facebook the other day, um, which is not adventurous ever. You're the ultimate Facebook mom. (laughs) I, you know what? I've been called a Facebook mom before, but never by you. Never, never by you. News is spreading, and people are tweeting. There's this place. There's this place called Carvin's Cove, and it's like a blue water lagoon, two hours from here in Virginia. And I didn't even know we had something like this. And there's like these cliffs on the side that you can look over to it. And I have got to go, ASAP Rocky. You gotta go. Wait. You gotta go. That sounds amazing. Um, what, what what's there? Like fish potential? I mean. You and I are annual fish lagooners. potential is is fish potential is like the thing I look for the most about a place. You know, if it's sure. if it's fish potential is in at least a seven point five, I'm like I'm not going there. You know, you and I, I Calvin, would ever have, go there. have been in one of the sharking capitals of the United States of America together, and you had to leave the night before. But the night after you left, I don't know if you remember, but yeah, we yeah. caught we caught a six foot sandbar shark. Come on. And, uh, I, I do remember. Calvin Though I try to forget, I do. I had to take I a break this upset. year because uh, it's expensive, but next year we're going to catch a shark together. This year, like two months ago, Ben and I were walking down lagoon paths, and what did we find? As we were trying to look to nature into this protected wildlife reserve, we're really not seeing anything, and then we find a wounded rat. Ugh. 
on the side of the path. <laughs> I then forgot we tried about to that. To la- <laughs> That's literally we, the worst I think thing I, you could I, find. We gave mouth-to-mouth resuscitation to a wounded rat and <laughs> brought it back to life. <laughs> Hashtag the greatest adventure. You you caught a nice little uh, what did you catch? You caught a little sheep's head there. Sheep's head, yeah. Yep. I yeah. I fished every day, pretty much every day that week. Mostly, oh, you did, uh, eh? what what were we mostly catching? Uh, um, those little jackfish, I think. Yeah, I don't Is remember. That it? Maybe yeah. I caught some red. Hey, fish. hey, what's that? Um, I wanted to talk to you about this earlier, but that video that you were involved with of the um, ah. Uh, that sweet boat you showed me and then the fishing guys on it and uh oh yeah so how are you yes i am friends with this guy named art webb who is in probably the world the front runner of pioneers for saltwater fly fishing that's Uh, what that's what i was searching for so and he's very well connected in virginia beach area of virginia and um, knows the owner of a great restaurant down there called Waterman's, which are known for their specialty cocktail, the Orange Crush, which is delicious. <laughs> Has two fresh. We have that. We have that in a can here, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is not this. Pretty this is no soda. This is more like a road soda. You know, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh. More like a road soda. <laughs> I love just listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Art goes out on this two million dollar boat that a buddy of his owns. That has a this metal ball. I don't even know what it's called. That spins underneath it and rotates. Oh, yes, like a gyro, right? It is a gyro. Yeah, it's like this gyro ball, and it gets yeah, spinning yeah, yeah. to a certain speed where even in really heavy wake, the boat stays steady in the water, so it doesn't rock. So cool. And so they can use this as this like steady platform, and they will catch like they go out with a fly fly rod, and catch billfish. So like like swordfish, blue marlin. Come um, on. They catch I and so me and my brother in law got to score and write the music for the documentary that they made about catching these these gil, these billfish out in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Virginia. So wicked. It is wicked. What, is, that, it's what does scoring mean? Like score, st- score as in like you got right, the job? We, we wrote the music for it. So like a movie got score. It. Yep. Okay, I see. And so what kind of stuff did you write for it? instrumental um, so or be- like because it's all off yeah it's all instrumental i mean there's like vocal oohs and ahs if you will but no lyrics um and humming. So for the most part oh yeah some luscious hums like oohs and ahs yeah. of the whales of the deep <laughs> yeah pretty much you know, every time i a do a good orca ooze, cry every time i do oohs and ahs i try and you know manifest myself into the humpback <laughs> whale that's excellent visualize it <laughs> yep Oh man! And then all of a sudden, it just a blood curdling saxophone solo comes tearing <laughs> yeah. in. You know, I think the whole the whole whale thing like stems back to a time in like middle school when I was still wearing husky jeans, and I think someone referred to me as a whale, and I'd be like, "I'll show you what a whale sounds like." Boom! <laughs> and I did. As a husky Virginian. <laughs> As a husky Virginian native. Wow! Man, I, rem- that is I so remember. I remember when my. My grandma said, hey, maybe, Ben, we should go to the Husky section to get you some pants. <laughs> and I knew, even at the age of 11, that that meant chubby. <laughs> Were you scarred for grandma's word for chubby. I think I embraced it. I grew, I grew a mohawk and started wearing fake skate shoes and just embraced the Husky lifestyle. You're not Husky now. Like, you're, like, you're, like, a, you're like man-sized thick. I am man-sized thick now. I grew out of that yeah. Husky face. 
But I even, like, when I knew you five years ago, you had, like, old man strength. Oh, dude, old man strength is a thing. Is the, it is the stuff of legend. My dad, I'm sure your dad's, old, yes. man, old man strength is just this thing that's, like, how are you 55 but so strong? And, yes. And so I, seeming, like, frail. Yes. Like, how, how do I feel like I could crush you, but at the same time, you're crushing me? <laughs> Not stand a chance. Is there hope for it's, every man to find man strength one day, you think? Not every man. Or is it for a select I, few? <laughs> I don't think it's a select few. I would I would venture to say that most men will have old man strength. You know, but some guys just, you know, they just don't have it. I'm sorry, guys. Hmm, that's interesting. There are there are men I, I feel like I feel like there are men that are meant to be frail, more more passive, more pensive. So I think I know what the ultimate test of old man strength is. <laughs> what's that? You, oh, you cut out. Go ahead, Cal. What's the ultimate test? Oh, I think so. Yeah, the ultimate test for old man strength, if you're if you're really wanting to go toe to toe, is a just a classic mercy fight. You know, where you put your hands Ooh, and yeah. then you bend back and forth. Mm. I think a lot of old man strength lies right in there in the hands. That's true. A lot of old man strength is in the hands. Hands, f- yeah. for sure. Oh, I thought you were going to say is, the, which, the mercy fight where, like, you wrestle each other until someone says mercy or uncle. Mm, no, he means where you grab the hands you no, see like, you can bend you until hands, someone you, gives up. Yeah, like, I would, like, bend your hands backwards until you beg for mercy. <laughs> and then and then at the last minute, you would try to flip your hands under and do that, but, of course, it would not work at all. Right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm and saying. And then you would just to, buckle and collapse. I'm trying to figure out, like, I feel like... Obviously, people that work with their hands all their life like have superior ma- old man strength. Unless they get yeah, arth- unless unless they get arthritis from working with their hands all their life, and then they're, then they're up a creek. Yeah, maybe. That's true. Old man hands just the adrenaline kicks in. Well, all right. Moving well, on, Ben. Jared. Earlier, I was going to say it wouldn't be a conversation with Ben Hardesty unless there were a couple of tall tales. But you just you just gave us a couple amazing ones. But uh, I mean. Do you have any other any other little hilarious stories that have happened over the last little while? We'd we'd be all ears. Any tall tales? Oh, tales of old or tales of recent? <laughs> Whatever comes to mind, my friend. I mean, as long as it hasn't been told on this podcast before, you're good. But our listeners are expecting it after the beautiful tales you shared last time. I don't remember the tales I told last time. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. You told a great word. one of how you were greater than Paris Hilton. <laughs> oh, that's a great that's a that's a great story. That yeah. was a great story. Okay, let's let's think of one in the wild since that one was in the in, bustling metropolis. So entrenched in yeah, bustling metropolis. Hmm. Did you get to explore any of like the uh, Nashville wildlife while you were there, or were you pretty much in studio recording? Or something crazy that happened during your tiny Hunker house down. build. Something must have happened when during your tiny house build. Oh, did you make weight with your tiny house build? You, I remember you were really worried about it being too heavy. Yeah, I think we went overweight a little bit, but nothing popped. So I think we Gucci. Oh man, I'm trying to think of like a really good one though, like a really a really good story. I'm trying to think. Um, I could think of a really good one from my childhood. Bring um, it. Yep, I'm all ears. Oh no! I got a story. I have a story. Thanks to I my. It was just a matter of beauti- time. My beautiful genius wife, who just reminded me of something that happened on our honeymoon. 
Oh, this is a great yes. story. Perfect. So this is gonna be so good. Oh yeah. This this <laughs> this is the story in my life that makes me feel like more of a man than all of my peers. Like this is. Oh the, man, should, this, should we should we preface this? This is the thing the... that I can dangle in my friends' faces and say, "Oh, you did that. Well, this happened to me." <laughs> so, let's get into it. <laughs> In August of 2016, I married my beautiful bride, which made me manlier than I already was. And then I booked us a private house to stay in, in Costa Rica, in the wilderness of Costa Rica. And um, we went down there to stay in our little beachfront hut, if you will. Actually, it's nicer than a hut, um, but it is definitely surrounded by the elements of the jungle we had 12 capuchin monkeys on our house one day and wow iguanas in the front yard every day wild horses passed on the beach one day um that's just a song waiting to happen yeah actually the bad country um and burdens off of our record virginia were both based off of a trip the same place but with my boys where amos actually caught an iguana with his bare hands um, Amos, legend. He did a bite Amos of is, our claws and teeth. He 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 threw a towel. That is, on that it. is bold. He threw a towel on it and then jumped on it, <laughs> and then and then I took the picture with it and posted it to the band's Facebook page. So everyone thought I caught it, and Amos was so mad. You love that. <laughs> but I I said Amos caught it. Anyways, back to the back to the story. So we're in this Costa Rican wild. And um, we've just gotten back from a night out at a smoked meat restaurant where they just smoke all this meat in a pit, and it was just incredible. And it would just finish downpouring. And when when it rains in the tropics, creepy crawlies, they seem to make their way inside into the warm, damp, gotcha. yes crevices. Well, I was crawling into bed to go to sleep, upon which my wife saw my feet, which were pitch black because I had been barefoot all day. She said, no. I said, what are you talking about? She said, no, not happening. And I was so confused. I was like, I was like, what? She's like, you are not going to sleep with your feet looking like you stepped in tar. (laughs) And I was, I sure sure enough, I looked, I looked at my feet and I said, come on. And she said, it's not happening. And I was so tired and I was like, fine. So I sulked my shoulders and walked into the bathroom which is incredible the whole thing is like this like kind of romanesque like tile floor and the the shower there's two shower heads and it's no sunken way. it's sunken like a foot and a half in this like 8 by 10 foot like sunken like lower than the rest of the bathroom really cool and so i turn my faucet on and i grab the trusty loofah and some soap and I, I put my foot into the corner of the bathtub naturally to le- lift my left foot over so I'm at premium scrubbing access. Of course. And sounds, sounds just about right. I start scrubbing my foot. And then within three seconds, I'm sure I was letting out multiple four-letter words that we will not speak of. Ooh. <laughs> I I was in the most pain I'd ever been in a singular spot pretty much in my life in this way. And I was shouting, and I did a classic bend, which is where I'm like, oh, 
no, no. And Geneva's like, what? Tell what? And I can't think of words to say or communicate. Pause, and pause, pause. So I just. He's yes. still good. He's still good. He's I got my He's audio. Good? So. Yeah, okay. Good. All right. All right. So I got, I'm screaming out and Geneva's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I just continue to be like, oh no. Oh, oh. Geneva's like, what's going on, man? Just tell me. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. And then I take my phone and I shine the flashlight into the corner. And there, latched to my heel, is a scorpion. Oh, my God. Oh, right? I could not wait to drop that line. That was the reaction I wanted. Oh. oh. So. Why? Why? I didn't want it to happen. What do you mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> Why was it on? Was it in the tub? It and came through the oh. drain and it crawled into the corner of the tub. Is my guess. How are you not and, dead? Uh, well, here's what happened. So my foot felt like ten wasps had stung it in the same place. I've been stung. I keep bees. I kept bees here in Virginia for a long time till we moved into the tiny house and I don't live on my own property per se. Um, and uh, I've been stung many a time by bees by wasps, all kinds of stuff. This was like 10 of the worst wasp stings ever in one singular place at the same oh. time. Oh. And I, <laughs> it was crazy. I have a picture of it. I'll text it to you. And, um, I would love that. And Geneva's like, what happened? And then with equal amount of fear and pride because I knew I was the only friend of mine who had been stung by a scorpion. <laughs> I said, it's a scorpion. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, I felt like Dwayne Johnson in his first acting role as the scorpion king. I was for a moment, the scorpion king brazen and <laughs> godly. And I, um, I looked at it. And in that moment, I hated and loved that scorpion. And yeah, you, that's that's good to have that just that realization in that moment to be able to. Take I was that, glad that I was time. able to step back and understand what was really going on. It was yes. it was bigger yep. than my heel. And so Geneva shouts, "We gotta go to a hospital!" And I'm like, "We're in the middle of nowhere in Costa Rica. <laughs> there are no hospitals. Google it." So my <laughs> lovely lady hops on the old Google. And she's like, Ben, Ben, I have good news. Great tidings. <laughs> good tidings, great joy. And uh, there are no lethal scorpions in Costa Rica. Those guys oh. are all in Mexico and Africa. I'm like, thank the Lord we didn't honeymoon in Africa or Mexico because <laughs> I'd be... Naturally, I'd, you would have been attacked there. I'd be puking on the freaking floor in fetal position, weeping blood. And um, so... She said, okay. So I'm, you're I'm, still in quite a bit of pain at this point, though. Oh, all night. It hurt all night until lunch the next day. Yeah, and okay. And she goes, all right, Ben, depending on the uh, variety of the scorpion or the species, I'm not sure how all that works, of the scorpion, your lips might go numb pretty soon. I was like, my lips might go numb? She's like, yeah, depending on the scorpion. In five minutes, all the feeling had left my lips. Oh, which no way. which That's so weird. Uh, I made the honeymoon smooches so fun. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was the best. So sloppy. Sorry, Geneva. 
And um, that is awesome. But it's all part of the adventure. They were numb. Hey, so did you did you kill the scorpion? Like, was it alive, or did it scurry back down the drain? Um, no, I got a paper towel and grabbed it and let it go. Good for you. Wow. The scorpions are actually really fragile. The only time I ever came across yeah. one was in Israel, and I accidentally killed it when I had, like, a book, and I was trying to, like, keep it in where I was so that I could take some pictures of it, but then I touched it, and it just died. Weird. I think it's okay to kill a scorpion with a book so long as it's a Bible in Israel. <laughs> yep, that's I true. I think that's fine. That's true. Da- that's David fine. would approve. Yeah, he would have crushed it with the heel. Excellent. Yeah, that Eve would have definitely come back and crushed it with her heel. Well, but I tr- I tried crushing it with my did. heel and I, I it didn't work. It did not work. So my my <laughs> lips were numb till about lunch the next day wow. until I was eat I think I was eating some uh I don't know, something good and drinking an Imperial, which is one of my favorite island lagers. It's the national beer basically of Costa Rica. It's called Imperial. It has a rooster that looks like a majestic eagle on the co- on the uh, label. <laughs> As the logo. And that sucked you right in. Kind of like well, the eagle you, the you made as our little paint? icon for our group chat here. I, I, yes, I actually, here's the, I actually, here's the uh, logo. That's Imperial Beer. Oh yeah. Oh, what your video still is yep. not working for me. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that's so crazy that like that tiny little insect can cause that much damage on like a full size man, and yeah. then a the insect does not die, and you drop to your knees and let it go into the wild. That, yeah, I like, know. It, I, it, I, it completely owned you. Growing up in the swamp and in the in the around by the woods, and then my parents were missionaries in Bolivia, so I spent some time in the jungle down there too. I just like I love I love really love animals and bugs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like when I crush even like a spider, like something in me like like mosquitoes, I don't mind smacking or flies, I don't mind killing. We have a stink bug problem in the house, I don't mind killing them, but. Because, like, they're really where they're not supposed to be. But, like, a spider in, like, a bathroom at a camp, like, where I grew up, uh, just, like, just let it let, yeah. it let it go. Like, unless it's, like, a copperhead and it's, like, literally where campers are all the time. And then I'll try to move it, but sometimes you got to right. get out the old shovel. So. Also, I like that you um, got a foot injury went because you are always barefoot and you got a foot injury in the bathtub of all places <laughs> uh, where right. everyone is barefoot <laughs> i've i've wa- i i used to trudge through the swamp with snapping turtles barefoot and never never got bit never got bit by a snake on my feet biggest You're right. leeches took... of all time swimming around no yeah feet. seriously we no i would have leeches on the feet sometimes after trudging through the swamp not kidding we'd pick them off and put them on our fingernails and they'd wiggle and we thought it was a funny <laughs> we thought it was the funniest thing as as little teens and little tweens, but you're right. It took taking a shower for my foot to get injured by the <laughs> nature. Excellent observation, Calvin. Ben, I mean, uh, where you. where do we go from here? Calvin and I are clearly feeling very uh, not manly after hearing that story, which I know is exactly what no, you wanted. Not manly. <laughs> no, like maybe you, Jeremy, but Calvin like makes like he used to make freaking uh, boats from Indiana Jones. I'm sure you did something awesome. I just don't know you as well. No, don't yeah. don't don't ever feel lacking in your manliness. Different men display their manliness in different ways. No, you literally said be, five minutes ago this was the manliest tale, and you love that you can hold it over every other man. I love that I can say that I got stung by a scorpion, right? Because I don't have any other friends or acquaintances that have been, right? And it's 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 a great story to tell. And honestly, like getting stung by a scorpion and wincing in pain it's not necessarily the manliest thing but you know what those details will fade away and all that will remain is that i survived 
a scorpion. This, a vicious, venomous this scorpion me, attack. This story for me hits home on a few different levels. Another one being that I just love a good honeymoon disaster story. Yes. Do you have like, any I good honeymoon just, disaster I think that's stories? just so good. No, not not me. But, I mean, just friends getting sick. And it, it is just very entertaining. It is. This this goes right along with it. You're right. I uh, Remind me to tell you a funny honeymoon disaster story later that I cannot tell. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about. All right, we'll get we'll get that one from you. Uh, we'll get that one from you off air. But uh, Ben, this has been a really lovely update. We hope to bring you back when the album comes out. Would you be uh, willing to uh, uh, allow us to help promote your new album when it comes out? There, it will never be a time in my life where I'm not willing to hop on Skype with you, lovely boys. Wonderful. They didn't. They were hesitant to make the album to begin with in, before getting confirmation that we would help promote it. Uh. So. Ben, rest rest easy, my friend. We will do our part. <laughs> we'll do what we can. I will sleep well tonight and we every back. and every night for all of eternity. <laughs> awesome. Good to chat with you, brother. You all right, brother. We'll, we'll talk well. to you later, man. Yes, sir. Cool, cool, Ben. Always, uh, always great to chat with him. What a what a dear friend of mine, and yeah, always up to. He's always up to something, that guy. So let me tell you what I absolutely loved about that conversation. Tell me. Do tell. Had Ben been a more classic guest on the show, like we would have spent way more time talking about, oh, what was it like to build a tiny house? And why are you choosing to live (laughs) in a tiny house? And like, how is it? And and so much of that stuff we just glossed over. How was recording like, your album? Eh, right, <laughs> right. And so I'm kind of, I'm kind of sitting there, and I'm like, I want so much more. I just, and then I'm just, you know, you know what? This conversation is not about that. It's about the boys catching up, and all of that is going to be a mystery. And I need to be okay with that. It's so, <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, that's very. No, like yeah. I was genuinely curious. I'm like, wait, hold up. This dude built a tiny house. That's unreal. Hold yeah. up. He's like recording his album like i want to hear more about that what was the process like this that and the other and yet no we're just shooting the breeze with a buddy (laughs) (laughs) and so for me at times it was a little bit frustrating if i thought about it too much and then i was just like jeremy enjoy the moment enjoy a conversation with a friend yes this is all about this is what life is all about you know so i I thought it was an awesome conversation the other thing i noticed about that is is just because he's a friend of ours and uh and maybe just because we we've had him on before like we were such a disaster from our end um it's just as far as getting things ready and like he skype called both of us he made the group <laughs> <laughs> like he recorded his own audio completely it was just so funny like we were just <laughs> a year in and we're just completely scrambling just complete hacks i'm late for the call <laughs> yeah. yeah you're nowhere to be seen we've just been shooting the breeze forever yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it's it. Really funny. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, ben definitely, for on definitely the worth show. keeping up. I mean, we're definitely gonna have him on. I, I think I can't remember if he said this or not, but his album isn't gonna drop for a little while. So we'll definitely have him on at that time, and and we'll get the get a you know the full skinny on that whole thing, and and maybe uh, play a couple tracks. That'd be I think that'd be a lot of fun for to have him kind of analyze, and he's he's uh he's a very out of the box thinker especially when it comes to his music and yeah. artistically so uh it's fun to have him explain from his perspective all of the ins and outs of putting that whole thing together absolutely um 
Oh, what was I going to say there? Oh, I forget. It's kind of gone out of my mind. But anyways, yeah, a fun a fun conversation with Ben. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Um, my my wife, Katie, she was uh, saying uh, when I told her Ben was coming out, she's like, oh, are you guys going to play more music? And we haven't played music in a long time on I the know, show. I know, we haven't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's again, goes back to what you were just saying, where it's hard to find, not only hard to find guests sometimes, but it was such a pain, in, in my opinion, to get bands to send us songs and whatnot. So I have been scheming a way to have someone facilitate the the getting of new music to our show like mm-hmm. there's so many like publications and stuff that's dedicated to finding new cool indie music and so i was yes. thinking it would be cool to just partner with someone who's already discovering new music and just yeah. asking them to send us a track every week or something but yeah i have the battle is because i mean even if even if it's a really small indie band they're, they're still dealing with a management company and those are i found those pretty difficult to deal with like those uh, the, the managers it's like just send us a track we just want to yeah, show like, it just make it <laughs> they, they made it so difficult for such a simple task so it was just yeah for us it wasn't worth it um yeah not that it's not worth it it's just kind of again with all the other stuff going on in our world is like not the priority so no i said what i said well for me it was still worth it but (laughs) just not worth the time i may maybe that means it's not worth it (laughs) all right all right i i I need to tell our listeners if they are not already subscribing to our email newsletter this is a new weekly feature that we are busting out and it's uh yes it's going to be something that we're going to try and make, um, yeah, weekly, just an update on things in, that's going on in our lives and going on in the lives of our guests and a little bit of an intro to the show. Um, yeah, this is new for us, so, um, yeah, we're writing these, and they're going to kind of hopefully elaborate more and more as we um, get more people subscribing and just tuning into everything Open Road. Yeah, so, I mean, what's the point of an email list? Well, it's to get you uh, extra content. So it'll be either new photos of our guests, maybe video links to stuff that they're up to. There's also going to be a section that helps you uh, start your own adventure. So, you know, there's there'll be an item that you can buy that can facilitate your adventures. We're do, we did that Amazon link thing a long time ago where if you buy something from Amazon, we get 4% of... Mm-hmm. whatever you buy and it's not like you have to pay for it it's amazon that pays us so you know they would cover some expenses from this show which is kind of cool we're not in this for the money whatsoever but we're thinking hey if we got people listening and if they are already buying stuff why not have an amazon link and start to build the email list to add some extra value beyond the yeah. podcast so that's really what it's all about and i i think I, I like the email thing i mean i think it's kind of a more intimate way of uh, connecting with people and it's it's fun to have that uh, more direct way of communication and i have a lot of fun writing those yeah so you're I, you're, I'm, you're great I'm, at writing those i'm happy to continue with that so i'll do the edits you do the emails and yeah and, and it so allows us to keep our our website up to date a little bit more and whatnot it's, um, it's a so lot of work we do just for people to listen for free, <laughs> isn't it, Jer? It's it's kind of wild, <laughs> just for people to mooch. Man, we are it's, we are some funny. selfless I, dudes. I really do hate when podcasters do that, but at the same time, it's like, well, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. We're we're not in this for the money, but at the same time, if you like, there's certain things that are so easy to do that you may as well just see if a couple bucks start flowing back. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say is if you do want to help the show and don't ever buy anything on Amazon, um, why don't you leave us a review on iTunes? Those are still really helpful for keeping our, um, our podcast on the charts and whatnot. And, um, it makes us uh, a little bit more legitimate and helps more people discover the show. So if Mm -hmm, you want to write a review, that would be great. Now here's another thing. 
at a long time ago, Calvin, we did a contest for if people wrote a review, we would put their name in a hat to win a Refined Brewing Co. t-shirt. I remember that was a long, long time ago. Here's the problem. Here was the problem with that contest. We had no idea what we were doing, and reviews on iTunes are a little bit anonymous. So even though people left them, we got about seven from that, uh, we can't really tell who they are. So the t-shirt is still in my house and has not been given away. So if you want to write a review... Has it been worn? No, I haven't worn it. It's uh, If you want to write a review, um, write one, take a photo of it, and then send us an email with that photo, and we'll enter you in this contest. And I still want to give away this t-shirt. Okay, cool. So, Um, I don't know. That's just one thing. If you wanted to leave a review... I might do that, actually, because I want the shirt. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway so that's that's probably more than enough of the uh of the business stuff here on this end but yeah sign up for our email list leave a review follow us on instagram follow ben and stay tuned for his new album you know what i'm saying wait 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 jared before we end this off how can people add their email in to get on this uh awesome email newsletter uh a couple different parts of our website there's a thing at the very bottom i need to get something on our homepage, but i'm fiddling around with the website right now so okay. if you want to get on the email list, you can comment your email on Instagram or just go to our website. There are spots where you can put it in, but right now, yeah, I will admit Or just email the, us. Our emails are very available. If you email us directly, then we will just put you right on, you that on that list. list. Our emails are always in the show description. Um, we always put them in there. So they're in there. Our website's in there. The way you can connect with Ben is in the show notes. So just open Calvin, those show notes up, and the links, you can just tap on them, and you're good to go. Calvin and or Jeremy at Open Road Pod. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. So, well, Calvin, congratulations, buddy. You've been a podcaster for like a year now. Well done. Man, thanks, man. Hey, I tip my hat to you too, sir. Wow, Calvin, that's so generous of you. Thank you, brother. All right. Hey, enjoy some family time today. Say Thank hey. You. I, um, I was really happy to see that my manger is still standing, though it is almost the end of March. <laughs> hey, there's it's, it's it's there. It's It's time to celebrate always, so. Yes, that's right. Okay. All right, well, everybody, thank you for listening. We hope that this episode helped you find a little bit more adventure in your everyday. And please don't hesitate to share this show with your friends, family, and acquaintances. Yeah.